trick of fun. It's time for part three of your wacky neighbors. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 151, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. When you said 151, I was like, 151, rum, right in my head. Pineapple juice, pineapple juice. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Let me go back and just <laughs> Actually, that was kind of creepy the way you were introducing it. It sounded like, like a serial killer walking through the door. Oh, 51 from. No. Oh, hello. Welcome to GameStop? I mean, like, welcome to GameStop. Like, what the fuck am I thinking? The intro, you're like, oh, yeah. trick of fun. Yeah, trick of fun, yeah. <laughs> You better run. <laughs> you better run from the hat trick of fun. I'm going to split you in twain. Mock twain. I'm going to put your head in a box and send it to Brad Pitt. <laughs> and let him become wrath. Because I have become envy. It will be my masterpiece. <laughs> As long as you stop farting. <laughs> Never. Apparently. That's how I wooze them. It's my, it's my natural chloroform. <laughs> Just when I'm getting ready to pounce. <laughs> they get woozy and they're going for the kill. <laughs> they call me the night farter. have been trying mercilessly around, working mercil- tirelessly around the clock to try to figure out what f- what particles are in that fart to try to pin down a triangulated location of food sources that would produce that combination of odor. Dude, I think we have a movie. I think we have a series. It all comes down to a lone cop who's on the edge. No one believes him that it's the father. It's the night father. <laughs> you hear that music? No, 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 no. Night father. <laughs> A lone cop in the search for justice. <laughs> He'll sniff out a clue a mile away. It smells like the night fathers was here. <laughs> I feel woozy. <laughs> Boom. Slice, slice, slice. <laughs> One more for good luck. <laughs> and then I leave. I put my farts in a plastic bag. <laughs> Just leave it as a balloon right on top of someone. I wear rubber gloves. <laughs> I cup the bag on my butt. Quick tie it off <laughs> So it just sits there It's like a big bubble <laughs> And then when the cops go And try to identify They cut open And they get wafted. <laughs> oh my god It smells like Old eggs and feet <laughs> And then Then they call it the, the lead character I smell a hint of cinnamon too How can you smell that? Sensitive nose. 
<laughs> oh, blood out over here. He's got this case wrapped up. <laughs> Little did he know that he was he was he was in a what do you call it a tissue accident? <laughs> <laughs> tissue accident. <laughs> he fell in a vat of aloe vera <laughs> tissues in the Kleenex factory and has been able to oh, his nostrils. His, we call it his olfactory glands. It's like kind of like Daredevil, except just the nose. <laughs> <laughs> he uses his nose to sniff out crime. His greatest enemy, the Night Father. <laughs> I'm smelling trilogy. <laughs> uh, I think series. No, no, true. Maybe. Because then you find out, like in part one, definitely be a sequel. Because in part one you figure he's got the wrong guy, and then like in part the part two, it winds up being someone close to him, you know. But he never knew because the person always never farts around them, you know. It's like the, there's, a, there's like a moment like they're both in the room. It's like ooh, the guy's like, ooh, I gotta go outside. No, he just never just never farts because because the knife the knife father. Take certain herbs and spices <laughs> to to you know eat some. The ones that could cause the maximum amount of farts right before he's on the kill. When he's going around hunting, he goes like, in his tummy, and he goes, "It's time for the kill." He kills somebody and grabs a plastic bag, pulls down his pants, <laughs> ties it off, puts it on the person's body, and it goes about his day. You know. I can't believe the night farter is Steve. He's never fought it in front of me. Don't you find that odd that Steve's never fought it in front of us? I never thought of it. Now that you mention it, that's weird. <laughs> I thought we'd been friends since we were kids. At some point, we all fought in front of each other, but not Steve. That's odd. Hmm, I must look into his past. And you find out that, you know, as Steve as a kid was tortured mercilessly by his older brother. He used to grab him by his hair and fart in his face. <laughs> and he, every time he tried to complain to his mom, he would ne- never get in trouble. He was always getting in trouble for squealing. You know, snitches get stitches. <laughs> and Steve's older brother comes by when he's asleep and grabs by the head. And <laughs> Yeah, farts in his pillow and smushes his face. He's relentlessly tormented by his farts of his older brothers. Causes something in his brain to snap. You know? Poor Steve. Steve lives a life of not farting in public, but when he's in private, I'm not He's left with another baggie. This one's a, this one's a heavy bag. <laughs> On the really important kills. <laughs> this means something. <laughs> he killed the bear. Mm. This one smells like old eggs and feet and cinnamon, but has a hint of blueberry? <laughs> Take it to the lab. <laughs> this means something. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Night father. <laughs> You see Shirley, the office temp. She brings a blueberry muffins the day before. You know, it was a flashback. Could it be somebody in the office? I think Steve visited me. Did he grab a blueberry muffin on his way out? <laughs> you hear that flashback where Steve's there. 
hey, that looks good. And you see him swipe a blueberry muffin and just kind of walk off. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Why does it smell like strawberries and cream? <laughs> Didn't we go out for ice cream last night? I think we did. Steve have the banana split because <laughs> I distinctly smell cherries. <laughs> And that hint of wet nuts. <laughs> we can only hope for wet nuts. That would be an actual clue. I think there's some residue in the bag. <laughs> Open it up and you see the CSI like all high tech. Like you know, there's like the Who playing in the background. Yeah. Meet the new boss, <laughs> same as the old boss. And you see some guy with a Q-tip going through the bag and running through the spectral analysis <laughs> machines, and you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that that one Uber nerd that's able to piece together a special kind of machine that will be able to triangulate the odor of a of the city the odormatic 2000 yes. we well, you know he captures his farts but also captures the surrounding air so he can try to track him where he's at <laughs> you walk in there's a big map and there's just like little things on a map <laughs> little pins <laughs> areas of concentrated odor like <laughs> There's a pattern here. I know it's, it. It's a pattern. It's it's a smelly pattern, but it's a pattern nonetheless. <laughs> As pattern stinks, Bob. <laughs> I know, but I know I'm onto something. <laughs> the whole movie climaxes in like a slaughterhouse. <laughs> so there's this wave, or actually a perfume factory, <laughs> right? So it's, everyone's confused by smells, and you're just oh the toilet, right? Because our hero, who has that superhuman nose, is all fucked up. He's almost like blinded by the smells of the perfume, which Steve, our cereal farter, gets the, gets the jump on him, and they fight. Right, bing bang boom. Bob punches Steve in the face, and he falls into a vat of eau de toilette. You know, thus causing the super villain, the Fata. <laughs> you know, he mm. thinks he's, you know, the, the, he can't find the body and you know, he walks out and you see the, like a little handcuff, like I love Batman, the first <laughs> one just kind of comes up, you know, or he gets away and you see him in like a, like a doctor's office. Well, it's like, I don't know that I can, the nerve endings, they're all just because his Steve's buttholes permanently open. So all his farts are like, <laughs> You know, and it's just this noxious fumes coming out of his ass. <laughs> Doctor falls over, <laughs> running out. He's always oh, he's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> it's a black bike so wet, but an asshole. Mirror, mirror. <laughs> <laughs> or his face is turned into a butthole, <laughs> all pursed, big fat lips like. <laughs> It's me, the father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, welcome to part three. <laughs> oh, the father has struck again. 
<laughs> Get Bob on the scene. <laughs> Gotta catch that guy. <laughs> Damn you, Fata. <laughs> anyway, in part three, we bring you nerd news. Yes. Um, we talk D23. Mm-hmm. We talk Star Wars. We talk Disney. We talk DC. We talk yes, a lot of DC. We also talk a little Muppets. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. We'll be back at the end. Night, Father. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. So subscribe to Minute Radio on those apps. Woohoo! Ed was telling me about his... Uh, <laughs> Since the news we're having now, talking about D3. D23, yes. Yeah, D23 is where it's... It's it's going on this weekend, by the way, if you, anybody doesn't know. And it's basically telling what the future of Disney is going to be. It is. If you thought San Diego Comic-Con was like the mecca for nerds, this is like the high holy land of Disney fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where you walk in, Mickey's like, taste of my flesh, flesh of my blood, ha <laughs> ha! You know, I, uh, <laughs> get on your knees and pray before me. <laughs> and so we were talking about it, and, you know, it was like, because my thing was like, well, there's a lot of information coming out. See what you can grab, like some, right. like, like quick bullet points, as you would yeah. say. And then we got, we got, we fell into that rabbit hole outside about like, it costs what, like $600 just to be a, a fan. Uh, to be a part of the D23, if you want to be a member, you can be. But like it's a hundred dollars for the magazine, and it only comes out like four times a year. It's a quarterly magazine, but it's a very thick magazine. It gives you all these articles about what's going on in the parks and the movies and so on. So it's not like it's not some like passing article that you might have read in another magazine, like an Entertainment Weekly, and they get a copy of it yeah. and put it in there. I mean, this is all about Disney. Like anything you wanted to know, it's in there. And then for another five hundred dollars, you can join their D twenty three club. And they get you tickets to go to this event. and But the thing is, you're not really guaranteed to be there. Like, you have to set up reservations way in advance because you have to – it goes on your own dime to go down there. Like, you have to go down to Disney, basically, because it's, it's at the parks. It's not like it's some, you know, foreign area. Well, this right. one's in Anaheim, I think, this year that they're scheduled. Yeah, Sometimes Anaheim, they yeah. schedule it down in Florida, depending on which park they want to kind of promote more that they're going to do this in. And, of course, the big news I think I'm going to announce right now is the fact is, is that they're making a, a, a Star Wars land, not only in one park, but two parks. It's going to be in Anaheim and in Florida. So you're, you're not, you know, so if you're a fan of Florida, of Disney World, and you want it there, it's going to be there. If you're a fan of California, you're going to be there because they're going to do a Marvel, but that's going to be in Shanghai. So that's not. Going, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That sucks. So you're going to be a little disappointed in the fact that... That's not a little. That's a lot. Yes. So if you want to make a trek to Shanghai to see this, that's where you have to go to see Marvel, like, rides and the characters and... That does... Oh, man. That that, that sucks big time. I mean, I, I personally think that it should just be... All the rides should be at all the parks. You know, and it's more of the trip to go to there. Like... I mean, okay. First, one in Anaheim is so small. Well, which... they they've they've it's four. They're gonna they got fourteen acres in at, Anaheim. In Anaheim, Anaheim to, okay. to build Disney the Disney uh, the, the Star, Star Wars, Wars land stuff. for there. So that's they're they're definitely building its own park for Star Wars alone in California. Okay, because they've been buying back a lot of property. Now, if if anybody doesn't yeah. know the history, I'm going to give it to you real quick. The fact is, is that Walt Disney bought land in California and built Disneyland. 
and right. all the people that go, I'm going to make money off of this shit. I'm buying property next to Disneyland. So if you leave Disneyland, there's like going to be hotels that yeah, you can li- you know, stay at that's mm-hmm. close by. Stores that you can go to and pick up things. Yeah, if you like, need we, it. I, every picture I've always seen, it always seems to be like if you took in like uh, like Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. or for us South Street, like you had like there's Disneyland, and then oh look, there's a Neiman and Marcus, yeah, right next door, exactly. or a Baskin Robbins right next door. It looks like it's part of like like Main Street USA. They have a monorail system. And I, because I, I've been to Disneyland and I've gone through and you see like other stores as you're going through this monorail. monorail. If you're in Florida, you see none of well, that. Yeah, it's it's like, all Disney. The like, Anaheim takes away the magic of being in Disneyland. Exactly. So when he, when Walt, when he, when he was alive before he passed away, one of the things he does did was he went to Florida and he flew around Florida because he was a lot of swampland. Yeah. And he got all these, indip- he made all these dummy corporations basically to buy the land. So nobody realized what he was doing. So then you end up they end up transferring oh. all those titles and deeds of all that land to Disney. Oh, okay. So he could be able to build Disney World, all the other parks. And that was a thing. I mean, like back in nineteen seventies, there was only Disney World. There was yeah. no Animal Kingdom. There yeah. was no Hollywood Studios. No Epcot Center. No Epcot. None of that was built at the time because it just it wasn't in existence. They had plans for it, but they never Right. Never put it to think because they I guess the, to... the first one with the Disney was in early '80s because I was 13, my sister was three, and they just started building Epcot. Yeah, just started because I remember seeing the, the big silver globe. It was all just a wireframe. Yeah, and it was amazing. Uh, that's was... that's saying like 1980. That was for us because we we were going by and that's all you saw was the huge globe and it was just a wired mesh of, yeah. of metal basically before it was built. So it was like, and there was a coming in, you know, blah, blah, blah. In 81, you know, was, Epcot center. Yes. You're like, what? Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's the, that's the whole thing. So now Disney has made, they're going to take Hollywood studios uh, and build more star Wars. Like, of course they have uh, a star Wars ride, star tours there. Right. They have a, a, a few things around there for star Wars, but it's a little, it's a little area, you know, for right, us yeah. in the movies, you know, because it's, it's the thing that was the whole point of building that was because it was based off the movie. Now they're making a whole land out of it. They're going right. to expand that basically area because they have land behind there that's nothing but swamp that they're just going to build out. Now, of course, unfortunately, folks, <clears throat> the start, it's not going to start until late 2017. We're not going to see. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's two years away. That's, that's, that's I'm saying nothing. it's not finished. Starting. That's you know yeah. you're waiting two years just for them to start. Going. That's fine. I, you know what? I, I'm okay with that. Okay. You, they had me at full size Millennium Falcon. At <laughs> 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 the moment I the moment I read that, uh, my eyes glassed over, and I was like, full size? Oh, and there's a ride inside. Wh- what? <laughs> like, like you supposedly go on this super secret mission, and you're in the Millennium Falcon on this super secret mission. And I was like. This is where I want to get my. This is that's the ride I want my ashes tossed in. Guys <laughs> <laughs> talking outside. That, that after the park closes, there's a lot of employees that work still in Disney mm-hmm. that do a lot of things, cleaning up. They they paint the castle every so often. They have to clean the castle every day because all the kids touching it with yeah. their ice cream hands or <laughs> sticky hands or whatever. So they they want dirty to make little it, kids. And because, that's just the fat guys with sticky little hands after <laughs> trying to hug Alice. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they they want they want that experience when you walk into the park the first yeah. time. It might be your first time, might be your thousandth time, whatever. 
to be like it's the first time you've ever experienced Disney. They want it clean and nice and pristine. Yeah. So they do all this work. But I said to I said to Sean that a lot of people when they die, when their last request is they want their ashes thrown in Haunted Mansion. So every week they have to vacuum out Haunted Mansion oh and clean out all those ashes because there's like be the shittiest job. <laughs> new guy. Hey new guy, guess what you got? Here's a dustbuster guy vacuum. Here's a dustbuster and you go clean the you go clean the Haunted Mansion. All right, what's the big deal? You're gonna see dead people, motherfucker. <laughs> what do you mean? It's all ashes. I thought it was just a giant ashtray. No. no. There is no smoke. That's someone's pawpaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's someone's mom. You're sucking up in that vacuum. Cousin Larry, I'm breathing you in. <laughs> Here, wear this gas mask. You don't want none of that human ash in your throat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's, it's stuff like that that you just, you know, I, to me, it fascinates me. There's a I, lot of things in Disney that I just, you just take for granted because mm-hmm. I've been there so many times. Right. And one of the things he said was the fact that. Because there's that underground city that the trash cans are empty at the bottom because the trash falls through into a bin. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I didn't that, know that either. I did read an article a while back because I've only been to Disney once. And I went to the one in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had read an article that they have this specific color green. I forget what. It's like fadeaway green or something right. like mm-hmm. that. And this color, it's so sort of generic it just kind of blends in right everything. your your you eye don't notice it ignore until, it yeah you ignore it until you need it right and then it's it's like <laughs> where's the trash Jedi mind trick yeah and i'm like that's that's kind of genius yeah, like and, and the then, fact that they thought about every little tiny thing i was fascinated because i'm sitting there going you know what i remember when i threw trash out in disney world it it went in it wasn't like an overflow trash yeah. can i didn't have to look for a trash can that was Sort of empty. I was able to walk up to any trash can and dump it. And that's because there's a big fucking hole in the bottom. <laughs> and it just gets dumped into a big giant dumpster. And I'm I like. I never knew that. I'm like. It's a, it's a vacuum system. Actually, it does fill up. There is a, there is a bottom. It okay. does fill up. But when it gets oh, to a certain level, it, it dumps out. Well, and that's and then it smart. gets sucked through this whole system to this main dumping area, basically, where they. God. Well, it's kind of smart, too, because if you think about it. Otherwise, you'd have to have people going through and changing those right, bags and they, every so and that often. Would, that would destroy the illusion. Exactly. Yes. That's, so, so that's like that's like one that's of the genius. genius. That's to say, it's genius. That's thing. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I I mean, said there's there's so many things that I take for granted. Like I was telling you about the ketchup. There's a catch. There, any ketchup dispenser you go to, you can get one of those little ketchup cups mm-hmm. and put it on there. There's no button to press. You don't press it. It senses that it's there and it fills the cup and it stops. Right when it gets to be full, like you, you know, and like if you put, you can put your burger, and it knows how much ketchup to to put on. Like you, you, know, you move your hand, going. you know, like I look a keep lot of ketchup, going. and you just keep moving your arm, you know, because you want to do that spiral, right. you know, like the, like the, like doing like uh, frosty ice cream, you know, the the whatever the soft serve kind of thing you're doing out with your hand, and it but you it knows when to stop. Like you you jerk your hand enough, and it stops, and it's like it knows, like it's like God. that's just fascinating to me. Like that's those those little things, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> like you would think, okay, I'm just going to go out on your own limb and say, if we had that technology in the world, the world would be a much better place. I mean, could you imagine like you wouldn't have to worry about the messes? Like if, if our, we had like that interconnected tube, you would have more trash cans on, on city street, streets. Street corners, yeah. So people could walk in and actually throw away their trash. You, you can't knock it down. You can't. Right, it's, it's, it's bolted it, to it, the ground. 
it is permanently attached to the yeah. ground. If you could do that and have, like, we have a sewer system, why not implement that kind of a system in a city? Yeah. And, like, Disney was a mad genius. Yeah. And it was like it was like a ton of this stuff, and I'm like, and I'm like, imagine this was stuff done in the 70s and 80s. Like imagine 60s that, even. yeah, 60s. Imagine when Star Wars is going to be like in two years or three. When years they started up, when they when they built it, and the, the technology that they're going to have for rides yeah. and the, the interactive, you're going to have like a 3D C3PO running through the park. But again, when I just, it's just going to go, you fuck. I'm, I'm. Why couldn't I be like in my 20s again? <laughs> And, like, really be able to kind of enjoy it. So, like, in 20 years see, from now, when I'm 40, I'm like, yes, this is it. But that's the thing. Like, like I go to Disney now, and it's like I'm a kid again. Like, like that's why I enjoy it so much. It's like I can be, like, a, a jackass well, all true. I want. And it's just like, you know, it's allowed. It's allowed because <laughs> in Disney, it brings out your inner jackass. That's right. <laughs> My inner child. It, I, was it, a, it, I was a jackass when I was a child. It brings <laughs> Disneyland, bring out your inner brat. <laughs> I want to talk to Mickey. Dude, you're 45. I want to talk to him now. That was me except with Jack Sparrow. I chased that motherfucker for so long to get a picture well, of I, This uh, motherfucker knocked over a kid to get to Spider-Man. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. We were at yeah, my honeymoon. It was 10 years ago. And it was we were in Universal Studios. We we did a lot of a big tour in Disney, and we did a few days in Universal. Sure. And my at the time, we were staying there, and I didn't see him. And my wife goes, "Oh no, I did see him." He goes running by Spider Man. Well, I take off. My wife goes, "Hey, wasn't that Spider Man?" And she goes, "Ed, <laughs> me and a bunch of kids, and I'm knocking kids over trying to get my the lens cap off my my video camera and run." And he goes and disappears behind a door, and I'm like. Son of a... He was like, George Costanza in a fire. Yes. <laughs> Get out of my way, kid. And I, and, I, and I went back, and my wife's like, I was about to tell you where Spider-Man was going. I'm like, I know. I, I was chasing him. And she's like, yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. And I go, did you get a picture? I'm like, no. He hide it behind a door. We're gonna, I got, we got to find him. Like, like, that was our mission the rest of the day. Yeah, was a fine need Spider-Man. that picture. <laughs> we found him in a in, a, in actually in that building he was doing <laughs> you photo ops found you know. him in the back alley all beat some little kids were rolling him from webs we got him <laughs> <laughs> give me your autograph spider-man <laughs> kicking him <in. laughs> all right so so d3 was this weekend d23 d23 d3 yes d23 not only are we going to get a star wars land we're also going to get a toy story land so if you're a oh, fan, really? yes, they're going to make a Toy Story Land. I'm going to say it's probably going to take place of Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Toontown is no longer with us. That's right. So you're 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 correct on that. Uh, probably, yeah. The success of Cars Land in Anaheim was such a big success that they want to expand that in, really? in Florida. For no wonder why that answers why they're making Cars Three. Yes. <laughs> I will give you more information, though, next week because D23 is technically still going on as we speak. I'm getting a lot of information being fed through. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to... Our man on the spot is out there. What's it like out there? It's hot! <laughs> I'm in Anaheim! I can't get in there! What else you got? You got any Marvel news? Yeah, they're making movies! Coming out next year! Uh, Captain America! Doctor Strange! A- any news? Mickey just flipped me the bird. <laughs> like, back to you, Ed. 
So what <laughs> what kind of tidbits do you have that's been out so far? Well, that's that's it. Just the the Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land is coming out now. Why do they didn't give any real information? I don't have the information yet on when Toy Story Land is going to be built. Right. But when I get that information next week, I'm going to give you a full on D twenty three experience. I can give you like a little companion piece. To that okay. Article. Um, the article that I read, they announced obviously, like I said, Cars three, Incredibles two, which yes. I'm like finally about fucking time. Yeah. Uh, Finding Dory, the sequel to Finding Nemo. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another one too. Shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably Frozen Two or something. You know, like something like that. Oh wait, there you go. Uh, uh, Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four. There you go. There's going to be another Pixar movie uh, uh, of unknown origin. origin. Right. All right. And Cars, and I can't see that one at the end there, but uh, that last one is. Oh, that last one's like the friendliest dinosaur. The friendly. Okay. Okay. Brand new. Brand new movie, not All a sequel. Right. Um, there's that. They had obviously um, Chris Evans and um, Mackie, yeah. Falcon and Captain America showed up. Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie, thank you. They showed up to pr- uh, give like a teaser trailer to Cap, Civil, Cap Civil, War. Civil War. Yeah. Um, and then they had a video thing of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch <laughs> as Doctor Strange, yeah. kind of saying like, "Hey, I'm so happy to be a part of this. Um, this is what you can expect." And you know that, that, and then they talked about the look of of what he's going to look like in the movie. He's going to be sporting the goatee. Mm-hmm. Um, he did promise girls, explosions, and mysticism. It's going to he's like it's a trip, like a complete like whoa kind of movie. Um, and they gave like his color scheme, like what his costume's going to look like, and it, it's right out of the comic book, mm-hmm. except the tone's a little darker. Like instead of being a bright blue, it's more of a darker blue because that's yeah. Kind of what Marvel's been going for, the more muted colors, more mm-hmm. than the pop, I guess. So it was, I was like, oh. And then there's this nice little image. Um, they had, uh, they made the announcement that Orlando Bloom's going to be in Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Okay. And they had. I think they released the, um, they released the logo. Of it yeah, too. the logo, which looks like all the it other logos. It looks like this. And you know what it is? The font is oh, the font's a little squishier. Different yeah. Because there's more words. Yeah. Because it's like well, Pirates no, no, of the no. Caribbean 5. The Pirates 5. of the Caribbean. That part is because I'm looking at it going. There's something. At first, I thought it was exactly the same, but then I realized they shortened the the. Font. Okay, so the font's shorter. It's shorter, yeah. Yeah, right. that's basically it. And then they had a nice little picture because Johnny Depp was there, but he was all dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow. And then they have him standing next to Harrison Ford, and he's just dressed in a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. he's just like, dude, you could have you couldn't have dressed up as, as Han Solo. Johnny Depp really commits, you fucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on. He's like, I'm from. He's like, I'm Harrison Ford. I don't have to fucking dress up for nothing. So I walk in the room and I'm the everyone else. I'll shoot first. Well, actually, I didn't bring the article this week, but I'll do mention this one. Is the fact is is that they were talking about making the the Force Awakens, and when Chewbacca and like the showing the trailer of the, the two of them, Chewie looks there, a little different. No, 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 not uh-huh. not that. The fact that that the two of them when they stepped out and and did that scene, uh-huh. the whole cast and crew just stopped because they wanted to watch Harrison uh, Ford and Chewbacca uh, do their thing. Like 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 every they, like there was like a cast of four hundred people said standing there working on the film. And they just all, all stopped. stopped doing what they were doing just to watch this happen. Yeah, they were so uh, they're so fans, so much fans of this. God, I'm getting all teary. I just I'm gonna I'm gonna be crying like a little bitch on December. <laughs> you're gonna be sitting next to me and Niagara Falls, Frankie, and you're gonna go, wow, this popcorn tastes a little saltier than normal. It's gonna be like fucking tears. That's why <laughs> go, we're getting different. <laughs> I think it's popcorn now. 
I don't want to be eating your tears. That sounds disgusting. I know where you've been. <laughs> Why couldn't you have that beauty STD? <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was, that was the stuff that I heard announced. I was like, all right, I, I can't wait to see what more comes out. So I am looking forward to next week, Ed, when you talk, you give your in-depth coverage of D23. There was one other thing that I saw from D23 that I was kind of a little or shocked as, about. As Antonio Darius would say, a D, dos, tres. <laughs> okay. Actually, it's Bente Trace. Bente Trace. Bente trace. Um, right. The thing that I saw was uh, we had talked about the recent breakup of, I think we did. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. It's been a long week. Uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit breaking up. Well, yeah, I, I Apparently, posted it. That was, well, I saw it in my feed multiple yeah, times. Yeah. It was like one it was of a big deal. Topics. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, this breakup was planned 25 years ago after Jim Henson passed away. Really? Yeah. Yes. This has been a, a something that has been in the works <laughs> you know, for 25 years. Piggy and I have been talking and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kermie. Kermie and I have decided after all this time... Call it splits. Has anybody seen the trailer for the show? I have. I have not. <laughs> You'll laugh yourself sick when you see it. It's funny. But there is a there is a scene where... Because there's, there's a new system. She's a pig. <laughs> And Kermit and Gonzo are having a conversation. <laughs> and Kermit's like really into the new assistant. And, and, and Gonzo's like, really? He goes, he goes, yeah, I got a thing for pigs. <laughs> <laughs> that alone made me go, I need to see the show now. Like, I can't wait for it to air. I, I really can't. It, it, is, it is basically done in the style of The Office. Yeah. It's yeah. it's that whole, like, you know, like cutaway thing. And even Gonzo makes a joke about that. It's like, oh, it's a horrible idea. I love that idea. <laughs> but the commercial that I posted on, on my Facebook page was Miss Piggy doing her commercial. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hold on, just cut. And she's like, Nathan, and it's Nathan Fillion. And she's like, can you please, you know, can you please leave? And he's like, why am I in your light? She's like, no, no, it's your butt. I'm distracted by your butt. So can you please leave? And he starts like, okay. And he starts walking away. And you just hear her go, that's right, walk away. (laughs) She's like, she's like, (laughs) I can't do it. Because the act, I mean, I don't know who's doing the voice now. For Piggy? Yeah, I don't know. It is. Hold on. I have it right here. It's. Where the hell to go? Shit, I lost it. <laughs> Eric Jacobson, okay. who also does Fozzie Bear and Animal. Okay, here, okay, here it is. I got it because it is. It's thirty seconds, and it makes me laugh hysterically. And you can check me out. I mean, check out the Muppets new series thing. I'm, I'm sorry. Can we cut? Can, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Nathan, hey. Nathan, sweetie, you gotta move. Uh, am I blocking your light? No. It's your butt. It's super distracting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Get out of here. <laughs> That's it. Just keep walking. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh my god, this, this is the Muppet show I've been dreaming of my entire life. <laughs> oh god. I was like, oh no, it's gonna be great. It's either gonna bomb horribly or it's gonna be the best show on television. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's, it's just it's, based on these little little tidbits. I'm thinking this is gonna be the greatest show ever. Like, why didn't Henson come up with this before? Because like, it was like, supposed to be. This is so not geared towards kids. I can almost see this being done right after, uh, either before or after Mild and Family. 
Yeah. Like a nine thirty either nine or nine thirty show. Yeah. Because it looks like there's gonna be kind of pushing the whole like adult not adult content. You're not gonna be see you know, like for for Kermit to go, like I say, I'm in the pigs. That is <laughs> that is such an adult joke <laughs> that only a kid would think, Oh, well, because it's a pig. Yeah. But every adult yeah. goes, That's <laughs> just nasty. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, love that. Oh. All right. All right. One more, one more bit of Star Wars news. Uh-huh. Tom Baker. Yeah? He's cast to be in, in, in Star Wars. I might actually go see it now. Uh, yeah. That's what it takes to get me to go see Star I, Wars. I heard he was a voice. Yes, he's going to be, yes. He's going to do voiceover, uh, and uh, he's going to come, uh, pretty soon he's going to actually go into the studio and record the voice. He's made the R. Yeah. Right. So he's, uh, you're going to hear uh, Tom Baker, the fourth doctor, and... Uh, I, like, I, like I remember, like I want to be able to go. I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm gonna be. To me, it'll just be a voice. I'm not gonna be like that's Tom Baker. I'm never gonna be able to pick his voice out of a crowd. I do. I can't. I, I, may, or, I may or may not. Yeah. Like he's he's not in much, you know, type of thing. Right. But like that Dungeons and Dragon movie they made like 20 years ago. Okay. You know, I don't even remember that one with. Uh, oh, I remember seeing one. Uh, I think Jeremy Irons was the bad yes, guy. Yes, that's, yes, the, that's, yes, the that's the one. The, and uh. Uh, Marlon Wayans was in it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. He, Tom Baker's in there. He plays a elf wizard. I did not know that. And I, I you would not know him by seeing it because okay. he's in makeup, but his oh. voice is so distinctive. I'm like, that's Tom Baker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm more interested in the um, Simon Pegg's in it too. Yes. But he's all on. The, he's a he's a practical guy. He's in a suit and everything. But I've I read an interesting article. I don't know if it's in part of your news or not. If it is, I'm sorry. Yeah. J.J. Um, Abrams said how influential Simon Pegg actually was in some of the stuff in this new Star Wars movie. No, because it's, I don't have that article. So go ahead. Because he was he's a because he, they're friends and they mm. know each other. He would come on set and they would just talk like just kind of people. And he's like Simon was real critical about certain things. He like was able to pick kind of Simon's brain about what's like what's what and. He, that's how he actually kind of like a lot of stuff that you're going to see in this movie is directly related to because of the conversations him and I've had. Like he is actually more influential than than people might think. Mm. Like no one knew he was. No one even knew Simon Pegg was actually even in the movie until they showed that video clip during oh, San Diego Comic Con. Right. Because he's under makeup. He's in a big chubby suit, you know, kind yeah. of thing. So and apparently the character isn't just like a walk on character. It's a pretty significant role. Hmm. And you're just like. I didn't know that. That's actually kind of cool. Well, him and him and Nick Frost did a like a like a an homage to Star Wars. Do you remember that? Seeing that, you know, he was playing C three PO. Yes. And <laughs> Nick Frost was R two D two, and there are like, cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh, All right, well, else got news? Right? All right, let's move on to DC. Okay. Uh, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one. No, this is actually Washington this is, DC. This is, this is for later. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Supergirl is adding a Justice League character and a few others. Okay. All right. Who are they added? Well, you know they have, the, if you don't know, Lord Ma- Maxwell Lord, Reaction, and Livewire are going to be in the series, which are Supergirl villains. Right. Uh, but they t- today they found out that uh, one of the key figures is going to be, I just lost the name, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Red Tornado. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Those who don't know who Red Tornado is, he's a bona fide member of the special hero superhero group created by Gardner Fox and Dick Dillon and introduced in DC Comics in 1968. So he's a very old uh, 
uh, character. He was originally played a villain and built by the evil T.O. Morrow. Yes, T.O. Morrow. That's exactly it. <laughs> I worry no one was questioning that. Go ahead. <laughs> the look on your face. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes, he's going to be in there, and then they're going to have the character Nan, Nan, who has played a lieutenant in General Zod's army. Yeah, the, the quiet guy. Yes. All right. He's going to make appearance in this first season of Supergirl. Yeah, all right. So I look forward to that. Now, are you going to watch that show? I'll give it a shot. How about you, Erica? Will you watch it? Maybe. Maybe. I, honestly, I've been a little lazy with watching the. Um... Superhero the shows. superhero shows. I've gone back and started watching some of them on Hulu, um, but yeah, I got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> I'm What's taking a brand new, fresh start. You I can know. Start. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. With I have a, a week with a off. Strong female character, which is good. That makes me happy. Um, I have a week off from work, yeah. so because my boyfriend's flying into town, so I took the week off. So there will probably probably be a lot of sitting on my couch and watching TV. All right. Because so, right. he's into DC, our, like all the the superhero shows, he stays up on them. So I have something to talk to next week <laughs> about, uh, about all that stuff. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Gene Wilder. Yes. He's retired. I, I know. Okay. You lose. You get nothing. <laughs> good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> Steven Spielberg wants to get him out of retirement. God, I hope so. Uh, I want to see him act again. It, it is. I think it is for a voiceover work. Yeah. Well, no. Well, it, they're they're not sure. Oh, what, they're not there's sure. two projects. Like, I love your hand motions. Like, well, well, no, 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 no. Two projects. One is a voiceover work. You are correct about that. You are correct, sir. You are correct, sir. But they don't know if he's doing it because actually that's already in wrap up. So they don't know if he's doing the voiceover work for that. Or this upcoming uh, adaptation of Player One. Ready, Ready Player One is. The I name. actually started reading that book. Okay. And uh, the character is a Willy Wonka-esque role. And it's it's a very small uh, role, okay. but they figured he'd be the perfect... He would be, yeah. The perfect cast. Kind of recast, for... or either that or get Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I, I just... I, I, it's a book I've been wanting to read. Mm-hmm. Because when I was watching um, that documentary on the E.T. Um, video game, the Atari... like Basically, it's the crumble of Ar- Atari. Yeah. It just seemed to kind of focus on the E.T. Like, they were digging up that... Um, uh, Time capsule, not time capsule. No, it the, was uh, uh, landfill. Landfill. Right. That supposedly was its urban legend that Atari dumped all these the copies. Games, right. And the- didn't didn't we pr- or not we, but didn't they prove that? that yeah, really there was. Yeah, 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 it was true. Yeah. But when you watch that documentary, there's a guy who who apparently wrote this book called Ready Player One, and I'm like, okay, well, let me look into it. And the book is basically kind of like a pop culture. It's like set in the in the, in the very distant future mm-hmm. in the kind of distant future and this old wealthy guy dies and in his um will he wants to leave his fortune which is like over a billion dollars to the person who can find and he talks about like as a kid like a whole, it's like a whole video thing as a kid his one of his favorite atari games was adventure and and during that time oh, i loved adventure right well during that time atari wouldn't allow the creators of the game to actually be known. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy who created Adventure was pissed at that, so he created what is now known as an Easter egg. When you, at a certain point in the game, you would pick up a key, mm-hmm. and later you would enter, you'd use that key to enter in a secret room, and you would see created by and his name. 
Atari, Atari never knew they did. He did that. Yeah. It wasn't until months later, after the game has already been produced, when people start going, you know, rumbles are going. What's this? He, you know, it was the very first Easter egg. Yeah. So, the plot of this book so far seems to be that this guy who was a fan of that. When he died, he also created a big, a, like a live action virtual reality game mm-hmm. with avatars and stuff called o- Oasis. He left an Easter egg in this game that whoever finds it gets his fortune. And it doesn't matter how long it's going to take. His, his securities have all been, his securities and his companies are well protected. So it was like this. It, so the story is like about this guy who found it because he had like a board of names that was like all the old style, like your initials mm-hmm. and your score. And for like the first five years, people were always talking to them. It became kind of like a joke. And then all of a sudden, one day, this guy's name appears at the top of the leaderboard. And everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? And the guy's like, this is my story. And this is what actually happened. And that's, that's the end of chapter one. That's as far as I got. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like this whole lead up to kind of like it, it's. And I'm like, well, Spielberg's making a movie out of it. Like I now now it jump started me to actually read the book. Because I've had the book in my nook for like three months, maybe maybe four months. Just haven't gotten around to it because I'm doing other things, mm. like watching TV while I fall asleep. But now I'm like, you know what? I got the milk. Let me start. Let me let me read it because I I don't have to worry about a mound of books just collecting dust and go. One day I'm going to open it. Yeah, it's all right there, and you just go boink, touch a button. I'm now reading. Like so, like I thanks it, for explaining that to me. Yeah, well you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was it the boink, now I'm reading. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never do that. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Learn so, something every day, kids. So I have not obviously come to a point where there's a Willy Wonka-esque character, but now when I get to that part of the book, I'm going to be thinking of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so uh, he might be in that movie. They, they're, they're still in talks. It's not yeah, official he, yet. He's but, been retired. He might go, I don't need the money. Yeah. Because you know, like, he's been out. The last time he was on anything was Will and Grace in 2003. So that's right. That's the last and, time you saw him. And it was a, that was like not too long after uh, Gilda Rander died, isn't it? Like when did Gilda Rander die? Because they were married. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I forget. Like, it was, it was, that was the last thing you saw of him. I mean, it was, and it was Gene Wilder, but he looked old. Yeah. Like, he's... It, the, 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 time's I, a bitch is what it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. And I, I just remember watching him, and I don't know if... Because he was, like, being crazy. He was, like, he was a... 89, she passed 89, away. Okay. okay. He, in that, in that show, he was acting... He was, he was a, an executive for... Right. Will's company, and he was acting crazy. And I don't know if it's like, was that... How much of that was acting? And how much was it him? Like, yeah, because there was that moment. I remember watching it going, oh my God, I very rarely did I watch that show. But I'm like, oh, Gene Wilder. Yeah, like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Yeah. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, I felt like uncomfortable. Because I'm like, he didn't look well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because the, the love of his life has passed away. So he's withering away. And he was also in his like 60s, 70s at that point. Yeah. I, mean, I think it was seventies at that seventies that yeah, point. Yeah. So for him to come out of retirement, that was when two thousand. Yeah, two thousand three. So like he's got to be in the nineties or like real close to pushing ninety. You know, does it say how old uh, uh, Gene Wilder is? Because he's got to be pushing like eighty nine, ninety two. <laughs> You're saying eighty nine? What's your guess? I'm going to say like ninety three. He is eighty two years old. Wow. Oh, June eleventh, nineteen thirty three. Yeah. So I mean. All right, let's see him. Let's just see him. Just as a voiceover? No, you get nothing. You lose. No, wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to go, it's alive! <laughs> All right, what else you got there in the news, Aaron? Uh, Constantine. 
Yes. It got canceled. Yes. As we all know. I never watched a single episode. Did <laughs> No. Did you, Erica? And that's why they got canceled. Exactly. No. <laughs> Neither did I, unfortunately. I, I Again, it was one of those things I was like, I'll go back and watch it. I did watch one or two episodes. I, I liked it, but mm. I couldn't. It was on the, the, the big three networks. NBC. It was on NBC, and right away I knew that they were going to fuck it up. Yeah. And especially when I read an article, the reason why they got it was just because superhero product properties are the uh, thing now. Yeah. So we want to do our own show. I'm like, then you have nobody. Like, you're going you're gonna to ruin this show. Mm. And sure as shit, it didn't even last 13. It lasted 13 episodes, and then it disappeared. Yes. But there's good news. There is some good news on the horizon. Arrow is going to bring John Constantine back. Yes. He's going to be in the next season of Arrow. You're going to see, and that's actually going to be played by Matt Ryan, who's played yeah, Constantine in the NBC series. When the show came out, um, Stephen Mel, man, he's the most uh, like amazing. Noxious prick you ever met. No, like, he is like, he is. No, he's a very great guy. DC should make him the poster child for any of their properties because how, how um, enthusiastic is he, is he about stuff? He's the guy who said, why are you getting a new Flash for the movies? Grant Gustin, the star of the TV show, is doing an amazing job. Yeah. Why doesn't he have the job? But all right, fine. You know, like whatever. Like he's not. He's. But when Constantine was on ABC, on NBC, he was like, I would love to have a crossover. He actually is trying to champion to get Supergirl on the show. Yeah. Or him on their show, and of course, um, is they're on NBC as well or CBS? CBS. They're like, no, no, fuck you. We want nothing to do with you. And I'm like, you idiots. Do you know how much? fan base you're going to get from Stephen Mel's just his core fans. Yeah. Like just to kind of go, wait, he's saying we should do that. He has an army. Yeah. Like just flat out. Like if he says, I think we should have left-handers day every day of the week. There'll be people going, it's left-handers yeah, day. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's the nicest, most genuine kind of, he, he is, if I had to pick like cool celebrities that I would love, to, he is second to, uh, Robert Downey Jr. As far as <laughs> yeah. cool factor, interaction with the fans, the way he he appreciates everything and kind of does like he does like these live Facebook updates. He you know and it's it's just he seems to be the he guy gives back to yeah. you know his people. He seems a guy who really appreciates the job that he has and the fan base that he has. And he's like, this could all go away at any moment. So I want to enjoy it and be able to share it with everybody. And I'm like. Dude, you have me hooked. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. You know, so for him to be like, I want a Constantine, I'm, I'm glad to see they actually are able to give you kind of details on what his episode is. Is it like one show, a few shows, or? Well, they, they didn't get into too many details of I it. I keep it hush hush. Hush hush, right. But uh, they say that it's a definite, it's a definitely happening item. You know, so it's, you're going to see it. Now, of course, they always speculate. You know, of course, could this could this bring, <laughs> could CW bring back Constantine right. as a regular? Rump, show? Rump, I didn't get her rump out of you. Rump, rump. Watch your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, but as as far as it goes, you're going to see him on an episode Good. or two of, of right. Arrow. So, yay! All right, what else you got there, Ed? Friday the Thirteenth. They made a show out of that, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. It, it wasn't about Jason, but it was about it was the weirdest. It's like Friday the Thirteenth series. It was basically the precursor to Warehouse Thirteen because <laughs> it was literally they were cousins, and they went from they had to go get possessed objects, yes, to put into their antique shop that supposedly was possessed, like all these little tchotchkes. 
Well, apparently the CW is bringing is bringing a new Friday the Thirteenth show back. Yes, and yes. and who's what's it about? It's going to be about Crystal Lake. You're going to you know uh. type of thing, and they're going to have a young, um, yeah, Jason Voorhees. Sorry, a young Jason Voorhees. Voorhees, and uh, you know <laughs> how young? Okay, well, hold on, <laughs> because. In the movie, he he's was, a camper. He was a kid when he he drowned in the lake, and then he wasn't until years and years later when he jumped out of the lake. And you know, his mother did the first killings, and then he came back and he had the bag over his head. And it wasn't until Friday the Thirteenth Three before he got his iconic mask. So, is this going to be like little kid Jason Voorhees, or is it going to be like completely nix that whole sto- that whole mythology and kind of go, this is? Young, beautiful Jason Voorhees as a camp counselor. <laughs> now, well, this is this is a uh, it, it's a detective in uh, Crystal Lake who's look searching for his brother, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an hour long show, of course. Well, not that we, I highly doubt it was going to be a half hour. <laughs> uh, and it will we'll probably follow. It will be produced Sleepy by Hollow. the original film director Sean S. Cunningham. Oh, okay. And All right. at least the potential, the pilot protects more episodes written by Steve Mitchell and Craig Von Sickle, who are probably best known for creating The Pretender back in the mid-90s. Okay, you know what? Pretender lasted a long, long time, so okay. But if, if Cunningham, if Cunningham is it? Yes. If he's involved in the storyline, in the, in the I'm, I'm behind it, because he is the guy who created the whole mythology. Yes. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Let me see what you got. But if it's going to be like, uh, like a young Jason Voorhees running slowly around Camp Crystal Lake as a lifeguard, and to see the wackiness him and his friends getting. If it turns into a teen angst show, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> What's well, going? They, they say it's going to be a a horror crime thriller tone to it. That's what the so Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, <laughs> but with Jason Voorhees. Sure. So that's 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 all they're giving right now. But they're working because they're working on a lot of different aspects <coughs> well, yeah. of the show right now, yeah. and you know, so uh, gotta hammer out the details. Exactly, someone in a suit's gotta go in. Well, we believe is J- is he gonna have the mask? Because if he has the mask, then we won't be able to see the actor. You know, so that means we don't really need to hire anybody famous. You know, it's gonna be like, oh, you stupid suit. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Sequels. Yes. What about them? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of sequels that you might have liked to see in a movie that you've seen in the past. Maybe some you haven't. Okay, so you're kind of saying like there's a movie that you would love to see what happens to those characters afterwards? And... No, I wouldn't personally. Well, like I'm saying, but like, okay, well, some people do. Some apparently there was a there was some a... sick sad people with no life. What's the... I think Erica's on to know what I'm talking about. What's the uh, what's the sequel? <laughs> Beetlejuice 2. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in! <laughs> I am so in! I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, mean, I think he said everything he had to say with Beetlejuice 1. But, I mean, come on! <laughs> I think I think Beetlejuice, like, Beetlejuice, I feel, stands on its own as a movie. It's It doesn't need a sequel. But it, I don't know how I... I know Winona Ryder is... So is she's, Michael Keaton. She's in. So is Michael Tim Burton. Ke- it is literally so Tim Burton. So is Michael Keaton. Yeah, did you say Michael Keaton? I said Michael Keaton, Keaton and Michael I said Tim Burton. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. did say like it's the And then it's, we would the need uh, Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Well, I don't think well, they're going to be in it. Yeah. I, uh, and I think, I think they've moved on. Well, Gina not only Davis, that, if they're dead, like Gina Davis, maybe, because I haven't seen her in a while. Alec Baldwin, I don't know if he would, he'd be like, eh. I don't know how they'd account for the aging, though. 
Because if they died when they were in there, yeah, but like, we don't. Well, okay, we don't. Does it have any kind of an idea of a plot? No, they. Because I would think maybe it's Winona Ryder as an adult, pro- yeah. and her kids, and then all of a sudden, all all it, all it said was that after years of being sworn to secrecy, Ryder finally revealed on uh, late night with Seth Meyers. Yeah, because obviously you want to drop that bomb on Seth Meyers because you figure no one's watching it, <laughs> so you're safe. <laughs> that she's confirmed that she is going to be Lydia Dietz in Beetlejuice too. And that the uh, I got a feeling it's going to be you know what uh, screenwriter Seth Graham Smith is revealed to uh, write it and it's going to start shooting in uh, January. Okay, um, this is going to be this is really going to stretch the the, the uh, your movie history. Yeah, did you ever see the movie Drop Dead Fred? Yeah, uh, yes, I think I have. I get a feeling that Beetlejuice two might be Drop Dead Fred. Kidding. Okay, here's for those who don't know anything about Drop Dead Fred. Um, it was about Phoebe Cates was in it mm. as a little girl. She had an invisible friend, mm. and he came to life and got into a bunch of mischief. As she got older, obviously he fades away. Yes, she kind of has like a nervous breakdown. And he comes back to life to help her help her write her life. But she's an adult with this wacky character, invisible friend that only she can see. Mm-hmm. So I kind of it might be I, I kind of get this. Dark Cloud. I mean, now, right, Dead, Drop Dead Fred is an amazing movie for its time. Yes. I kind of get the feeling that maybe Beetlejuice might be that. If you go with an older Winona Ryder who has put the past behind her, she could be maybe, like, cheerful. She's not the goth princess as she's well, in Well, the that. thing was is I remember reading an article a few weeks ago. This is a few oh. weeks ago. Beetlejuice in Hawaii. Well, that was, that was, no, we were talking, that was, what do you call it? Um, in the movie... The uh, death of Superman lives. What happened? Where uh, Kevin Smith was in? It was yeah. either it was uh, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. And he's yes. like, Do we really need that? Like, wasn't everything said in Beetlejuice one? <laughs> but that's so they were trying to figure out something to do that's with Beetlejuice. Right. That's what it was. So I, you know what? Like, I, I just could. Like, you know what? I'm at least I'm 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 taking the I will approach cautiously. <laughs> I'm not jumping in, but I would definitely dip my toe into the water that is known as Beetlejuice two. Yeah. Just to see what's going to happen. Because see where it's going to go. And if it looks good, maybe I'll jump in yeah. or ease my way in through the kiddie pool. <laughs> but uh, I, all right. Let's, let's, let's see what Tim Burton's got behind the curtain this time. Exactly. I'll what, probably go and see it. Yeah. But oh, God, I'm just. I, I don't know how I feel about all these reboots and sequels 30 yeah. years after the fact. Like a reboot would be one thing. I feel like because it's See, it's I, taking it's taking that mythos and turn except for the Gemini hologram thing. But that's, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> why you, I'm better like, watch, you better watch that tone, Missy. <laughs> I'm so torn about it because it could either be really fucking amazing, or it's going to destroy my entire childhood. Like, and like, I don't know where. That's, I'm that's at the thing. Like, 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 I'm like, ooh, you know, like, like that's interesting. Like, I find it fascinating that they're making a Beetlejuice too. But I'm like, it's almost 30 years ago it's 1988 that that movie came out so you're talking yeah 30 three years shy of 30 years right. 27 years that you're 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 gonna do this movie and you're like the original cast it's not like they're getting a new cast member you know like type right. of thing, you're looking you know? at michael Keaton. which at now, least it's like that's the original you, cast you because they don't... did it yeah, all right i'm i'm slightly Maybe. interested in let's see where it goes I would I would rather have that than a generic reboot. Yeah. Because now I'd be because I would be like, oh, well, this time around we're making Beetlejuice Mexican, like you know, <laughs> to be more politically correct. You know, they're gonna like to kind of do that. 
we, you know, like at least you're getting the you're getting the band back together. Yeah. And it's kind of like we're kind of doing like a victory lap maybe with a new plot. I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm interested, but it's like it's been 30 years, kids. Like, like, what's it gonna be this, like? At a... This time, you know, I can see now some suit going. Yeah, you know what, uh, Tim? Uh, might not call you Tim, right? Uh, I think we see Beetlejuice too, except this time it's taken. Michael Keaton is the adult, and Beetlejuice is the female. We have we have them gender swap, you know, because there's not enough you know female role models out there. Yeah. So what do you say we take Winona Ryder and make her Beetlejuice, and make Michael Keaton like the father of the two kids that she befriends, and you know, <laughs> and you're just sitting there going, oh, Tim Burton's going. How bad do I need this paycheck? <laughs> like maybe there's a way I can get, a, I can kind of work around what's, that. What's sad is is that I'm, you know I, I still watch because it's it's still reruns of sure. of uh, uh, shit the Robot Chicken right. And the last couple of weeks they've been showing the same ones, but there's the <laughs> one where there's, there's a Beetlejuice and you see a little you just go Beetlejuice 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 and then you, of course you flash to him and he's married with two kids <laughs> and he's like I gotta go. The, she needs me i gotta go and he, he's like she's like i need you and these kids need you what are you gonna do she goes i want a divorce you said you're dropping this bomb now and then he disappears and then he, she, she goes beetlejuice beetlejuice fucking beetlejuice <laughs> he comes back and he, you bitch <laughs> that's what beetlejuice is too is gonna be uh, yeah <laughs> beetlejuice old married a shrunken head <laughs> all right what else you got finally you want, want, want just one? Well, I mean, it is nine thirty. Oh, all right. Well, then I know, let's skip. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, because I have a few more. But uh, let's let's the, these two I want to get through first. So, uh, thing is there a lot of material there? <laughs> let's these two are quick. So I will, whoa, I'll just do. I'll right. say I'll do. I'll do one, and then see. We'll go okay. from there. Okay. Uh, the Office. We're talking about, you know, The Office. Yeah, the Muppets. And, Muppets yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, yeah, I know where you're going with this one. Is I'm already cringing. <laughs> Good. You want to guess then? No, no. Go ahead. I, I want you to drop this news. I, I'm not touching this one. <laughs> well, NBC, you know, of course, canceled Constantine. Of course, because but they want to still keep in the superhero. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, because thing. you know superheroes are hot. So let's you know, let's let's. So they came up with this idea. Uh, uh, you know what? Sure. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, every time I read, I just can't stop laughing at it because it's so stupid. This is the ever heard and i've heard a lot of dumb things in my life most of them out of my mouth yes, i guess yes but apparently there's an office comedy about dc superheroes in the works at nbc <laughs> sure I, I mean that'll be another show i don't watch until uh, I'm it's called powerless of course it is <laughs> it's gonna be a half hour comedy it's about a bunch of impotent men <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a half-hour comedy. I'm sure shot in the office style. Right, exactly. It's shot in the office style. Uh huh. And and basically, it's going to be superheroes that don't have any powers that work for an insurance company that works for a city. Now, apparently, this is based off. Oh, of- s- slow down. Yes. So it's superheroes who have no powers and work for an insurance company mm-hmm. as as agents. Yes. So it's like. Hi, I am. Um, I need a superhero with no powers. I'm the question. <laughs> no, no, no. Like they had powers at one point, and, and they lost thinking, their powers, and now they're working for the insurance company. Are, are these like me? Like, am I going to see like Bruce Wayne sitting there going, 
yeah, I lost all my money in the financial crash of 2012. And I, I, I used to own this company. Now I work for this company as an adjuster. And I have to actually deal with that jerk Clark Kent who lost his powers when the sun turned red for that one year. Yeah. And uh, I really hate him. And I'm really jealous that he's dating Wonder Woman. I'm going to make her mine. That kind of stuff. <laughs> like as he's talking on In camera, a way, yes. I mean, you know. And then Green Lantern's going to walk in every once in a while. And he'll be like, it'll do something. He'll be like, oh, if I could just have my ring. You know, like one of those things. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. The flash. Hopefully funny, but yes. <laughs> the Flash is reduced to Messenger Boy because he can't run any fast, but because he used to, they figure he still has the ability. He marks to, the mail room, he, right? Yeah, he comes he, in with the cart and gets right, the mail. He flips everything really in, as fast as he can, but everyone calls him like Slowpoke. Like, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, they always make him feel bad about his station at the... Oh. Of course, it sounds a lot similar to the Gotham Central comic written by Ed Brubaker and Greg Ruka. Uh, it's an, apparently an Eisner award-winning comic, and basically it's about the police of Gotham, and it follows, the, of course, their lives in, in the Gotham area. Well, that, that was supposed to be what Gotham, the TV show, was supposed to be based on. Yes. Apparently, the, I guess someone said, yeah, we bought those rights, but then fuck them. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> know what this show needs? Comedy. <laughs> Nothing's funnier than some cop after a long ten-hour shift gazing off into the camera to bitch about his wife or something. Exactly. I'm bitching about my partner. Yeah, my partner. He used to be the Green Lantern, so he still insists on wearing that mask. And then you, and then you cut to you know Green Lantern in the mask and Hal Jordan. Yeah, Hal Jordan with the, the gray temples looking in the camera going. I don't understand. I think the the mask makes the outfit. Well, like I, I wear my suit. It's my mask is he's part like, of my suit. Or he's like, I'm Green Lantern, and then you see Hal Jordan. He goes, Why are you putting my name up there? That's yeah. not my name. Yeah. Oh, you, it, oh God. I mean, well, oh, it sounds like a laugh riot. I can't like, wait for this show to come it out. It sounds like someone went, Wait, what are they doing with the Muppets? Let's do that with DC. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. Uh. Yeah. yeah, we fucked up Constantine, but let's see what else we could do. <laughs> what else can we fuck There's up? There's no way we could screw this up. This comedy writes itself. Yeah, Constantine was just practice. Yeah. You know what? You know, like Sean said, practice, 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 practice. You know what Constantine was missing? A few knock-knock jokes. <laughs> no one liked when he went, no. <laughs> everyone wanted him smoking. We thought maybe he should have been carrying a rubber chicken with him. <laughs> You know, that's what the kids want. You know, want. I would I would have watched if you guys were carrying a rubber chicken with You know, I'm, like, I'm in. You know, Kojak had his lollipops. Constantine has got his rubber chicken. You know? I'm Constantine. I'm here to abolish all the sins of evil through this microphone. Where are you from? How are you doing? Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> right i'm sure it could be hysterical but i don't know i don't think that if you take that sh- you can't take that show seriously it has to be i mean like- I'm, I'm just questioning speaking of seriously i can't like dc made a memo apparently that you know no jokes no jokes so like how is this getting through <laughs> you know like because it's going to be all mute tones and not gonna be re- it's gonna be sarcasm Sar- no one finds sarcasm funny <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna find this funny. Period. 
I mean, it could, especially it's gonna be. It's not gonna be superheroes. It's not gonna be Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. It's gonna be. It's like, gonna be like the tornado, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, wasn't he popular in the seventies? Yeah, yeah, we 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 were able to get the rights cheap. You know, yeah. like, you know, we got the whole plot. We can't use the big guys because they're taken by the big movies. But you know who we got? We got um, Kid Flash. <laughs> Kid Flash is working in the mailroom. He doesn't have his powers anymore. Or uh, you know who else we got? We got Speedy. You know from uh, Arrow. Uh, we got all the, the little kids. We might as well call. We're gonna call it DC Babies because you know it worked for the Muppet Babies. <laughs> what was what was the Indian that would grow in size? Oh, I don't know. Tomahawk, maybe it was probably some stupid racial kind of like uh, tomahawk red. <laughs> it's gonna. It's like I need. I need to know this name. I need, like, just Google search Z grade DC superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the cast. <laughs> Apache Chief. <laughs> Apache Chief. He named Chuck. He can't do that anymore. <laughs> the worst part about it is they're so stupid. They'll keep him dressed like the chief from the, called the village people. Yes. <laughs> Me am Apache Chief. Me been working at office for a long time. Look at the blue beetle. Many moons have passed since I've been hired. <laughs> <laughs> You it get is. the blue beetle, my cousin or my uh, brother-in-law will watch. <laughs> he freaking loves blue beetle. <laughs> this tomahawk been in family heirloom for years, and blue beetle blue. come by, knock it off, and crush it. Were they get Aquaman? He goes, I thought I had a film. Like, what, what the fuck happened? <laughs> they, they get some skinny. You still suck. Some skinny surfer dude. You know. Like, ah. oh, <laughs> we gotta fire Aquaman. <laughs> or, no, no, no! They get Aqualad. <laughs> the guy who was even more useless than Aquaman because it was Aquaman's kid pal. That's right, his ward. His ward, because everyone had a ward back then. So it's 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 Aqualad, and he he's the guy who cleans out the what do you call it the still what do you call it the uh, aquarium get, in the in the studio. We could get speedy. <laughs> no, she's another shout. And he's the servant. Yo, man, I used to work for Aquaman. <laughs> I got so tired of being called Aqua Lad. I'm my own person now, and that's why I own this surf shop. <laughs> and I come in and I check the pH levels in their aquarium. <laughs> God, I hope it's not as funny as that. <laughs> right now, no, just too much. Uh, right now, someone's going. Is that guy being serious? Because that's kind of funny. <laughs> See, we can hire him. Memo goes out tomorrow. The new head writer. Of- okay, we'll, we'll allow jokes. Sean Richmond. Next week. Guys, you're never going to guess what happened this week. How was everyone's week? I got a phone call from DC. They want me to be the head writer. I'm calling it DC. DC offices. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be office feces because it's being a <laughs> shit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if that's gonna work. Uh, I, I, it could be brilliant. It could be. I mean, uh, that's gonna be. Oh, I've got to get on. Hardly imagine. That's. I think that's gonna be one of those dead in the water things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's gonna last like two episodes and then that's it. Or if you ever, it'll probably produce a pilot. 
and because it's it's television. So yeah. what they'll do is these the 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 big three, big four, they produce a pilot, they test it out, they see what feedback is. So they're gonna do what's gonna be happening is they're gonna produce that half hour comedy show. It'll be probably like like an episode, maybe two episodes, mm-hmm. so you can kind of get all the players in the show. And they're gonna sit uh, like seven people in a room, and it's gonna be a range of people. You're gonna have the twenty something because I've actually sat in on these, so like I, I actually kind of know. Yeah. Um, it's a twenty something. Yeah. A mom. Uh huh. A grandmother. Uh huh. Someone of color. Uh huh. Uh, um, another female. All right. And usually like another kid. Uh huh. To see if it appeals to the kid, like, and then they show it to them, and they go. Give us your, what do you think of this? What do you think about this person? Like, you actually have to answer the questions. Going, oh, yeah, no, I've done those. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, the test market things. And you're just like, and regardless, like, if I go, well, I don't like this guy. Oh, well, they don't, you know, they'll restructure the show. Not thinking that, okay, that person maybe just doesn't get it. Like, because they, they want that big, broad audience. So they're willing to go, oh, that one guy, that, that you know, oh, that Zantana character. Yeah. She's a goth girl that no one really seems to like. And she does a lot of magic tricks. Or she used to do magic tricks. No one likes her because she wears fishnets. And they think she's a Watch whore. me pull your fire notice out of my ass. Yes. Like, look, here. Here's your two. Oh, uh, your, here's your uh, two. Your your form two. Uh, hey, pulls it out every year. Like, woof. <laughs> Like, it's magic. <laughs> Pulling, you know, like, she's doing the cheap novelty yeah. tricks, you know. Like, the, the, what do you call the, the flower? <laughs> like, here you go. No, I see it more as, like, a depressing kind of, like, oh, hi. She's the Here's receptionist? Your... Yeah. She's the receptionist. Welcome to Paralys. How can I help you? Yeah, welcome to Paralys. How can I help you? <sighs> where's your Where's your accounting department? <sighs> it's not on this floor. You want to go, um, you see that door, just keep walking, and it's not even in this building. If you see the fire escape, just jump. <laughs> Watch out for that window. That door leads to, no- oh, they fell. <laughs> you know, but then somebody, some grandmother from Tuscaloosa is going to go, she wears fishnets, not stockings. She's a whore. I don't like her. Like, write her off the show. Like, you know, yeah. because we got to make appeal to everybody. We can- Oh, boy. I don't like her attitude. Notes. You think we can tone? Can we make Santana a little more cheerful? I mean, she did used to be a magician. You know, maybe we can have her do parlor tricks. Maybe she's really good at card tricks. You know, and you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> or she's really bad at tricks. She, <laughs> she see the coin as she's reaching out, and she pulls it by your ear, longer coin. It's like, I saw it in your hand the whole time. Or- no, you didn't. <laughs> Or her big trick is the whole finger thing, where it's like two fingers, and she goes, Fuck. And she's like, I got your nose. <laughs> oh, my God, my nose. And I'm like screaming, running out. <laughs> she's got the whole thumb thing going. <laughs> she takes the two fingers as rings and put her by her head, brings her back, and they're alive together, huh? She's stuck doing Every <laughs> trick that a Jewish grandmother, grandfather does. Oh, look at me. That's a coin coming out of your ear. <laughs> I saw uh, it in your hand. No, you didn't. I got your nose. Come here, Mushugana. <laughs> Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat, eh? <laughs> No, Grandma. Huh? Oi, what's the problem? I see it. Is that money in your ear? <laughs> oh, hold up for a second. 
Achoo! Click, 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 click. <laughs> oh, look at that! All those coins! <laughs> right now, someone DC is going, that's brilliant. It's gold. He's <laughs> writing it down. Get him on the phone! <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Ooh. It's actually one of the writers. He's writing the yeah. script as you. We'll make Zantana a Jewish, Jewish grandfather now, <laughs> instead of the you know. Well, she uh, Zantana had a father, right? <laughs> I will be her father, be her grandfather. <laughs> Zantana Senior. <laughs> Oi! <sighs> Watch me pull a coin out of your nose. Ah, I got you. Oh, what is this? Is this your nose? <laughs> ah! Ah! Watch me take my teeth out. Huh? <laughs> 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 All right, I think on that note, we should end the show. <sighs> All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh... All right. Um... Don't forget to catch us live every Sunday night from <laughs> 6 you. to 9.30 on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Don't Just forget to follow. I wasn't reading those apps. I thought you were going to fish that out, but okay. Oh, that's right. Don't forget to follow Man, us we on Twitter. Go, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Or you can go to Facebook at Geeksters Radio and like us there and uh, see all the news articles that pop up as they appear. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Yeah, I did. Oh, well, uh, you could also <laughs> catch the replay of this as podcast form on our website, wordswithgeeks.com. Or uh, iTunes. iTunes. Or now on a Google app, you can go to any uh, podcast Google app, download it, just search for Geeksters, and we will be there. And in the meantime, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on our websites, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week, where I will give my review of Agent 47. Bye! And we're back. Last on the knife fodder, <laughs> Steve has fallen into a vat of perfume. <laughs> Where will our hero Bob be next? <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, there you go, folks. That was part three. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you laughed as much as we did. We hope you enjoyed it. And enough of this. Let's just wrap it up. <laughs> We were going, yeah, that night farter stuff was just too much. And then you wanted me to listen to an episode? <laughs> Look, uh, I'm the only human. Oh. <laughs> you can catch us live on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Oh! Oh, I had visions of just... <laughs> The night fighter, mm. they, they call him out in the scene, and it's just like this big puffs of smoke. <laughs> What's it say? It says, I will kill again. <laughs> you can read that? No, I can smell it. I can smell it. I think he, I believe he's farting in Morris Code. What's it say? I will kill all of you, night father. <sighs> anyway uh, but in the meantime uh, you want to catch us live as Ed said you can do so on that stuff that he mentioned um, but don't forget to check our Facebook page Geeksters Radio and give us a like also check us out on Twitter at Geeksters or on Instagram at Geeksters Radio you can 
download this episode or tell others about this episode, you get the about section at the Geeksters Radio Facebook page, or you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or now you can go to Google, download your favorite podcast app, and search for Geeksters, and we will be there. That's right, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean on Night Vata or any, Night Vata. anything else you want to talk about, you can contact us, Sean, at wordsweekgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed on anything that you've heard or smelt. Geeksters coming to you live in smart of it, smell of vision. <laughs> you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.